Welcome to One Haas, a podcast devoted to bringing the Haas community closer together through your stories. I'm your host, Sean Lee, and my mission is to help open our eyes to the network we never knew we had. Welcome to another episode of the One Haas podcast with my co-host, Ray Guan. Today, we're joined by Finley Harkham of the EWMBA 2022 program. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Finley, why don't you start us off with telling us where you're from and uh, what you did before Haas? Well, I'm originally from Greenwich, Connecticut. And well, before Haas, way before Haas, I was living on the East Coast. And when I left college for undergrad, I thought I wanted to get into policy. I thought I wanted to work for a politician, go to DC. And my first job out of college was working on a congressional campaign for a congressman based in Westchester County. Okay. And I was really into this guy for a couple of reasons. Very progressive when it came to renewable energy, climate science. He's a Democrat. I really got behind that. He also was in the band Orleans from back in the day. So he was this old <laughs> hippie turned congressman, which was pretty cool. And I don't know if you guys remember the song, Still the One. Mm-mm. It's like, we're still having fun and you're still the one. Well, that guy became a congressman. So I started working on his campaign and I thought, you know, I was a history major. I would work for him, could go to DC, really try to make a difference. Mm. And the campaign was a great experience, but it was in 2010 the height of the Tea Party movement. Mm. And I saw that people could take someone that had really great policies they could get behind, but based on the political climate of that election, let's take healthcare, totally write somebody off. Mm -hmm. And so he lost his election and I was really shocked because he was such a good guy. He was supporting things that were good for, in my mind, the world and for his constituents, but the political climate of the times was just not in his favor. Mm. And so from that moment, I, I sort of had this epiphany that I could get involved with business and I could get involved with mission-driven businesses or green businesses and still try to have an impact that I thought I wanted to make from the policy side right. without having to deal with the fickleness of the electorate or <laughs> the you know backstabbing nature of politics. Right. And it also helped somewhat selfishly that I probably wouldn't have to work seven days a week, 12 hours a day, and I could make much more money than right. know, a congressional campaign staffer. <laughs> um, and so from there... I started looking for green business opportunities and I found one in Brooklyn, New York at a company called Ecologic Solutions selling eco-friendly cleaning chemicals and cleaning products to the institutional market. And I knew nothing about this. It was actually my mom who turned me on to this company because at the school she worked at, they had installed this big electrolysis system that was creating non-toxic detergent and sanitizer for their cafeterias. And she said, you've got to check these guys out. They're Mm -hmm. so cool. So I ended up getting this internship with this scrappy startup. And that was sort of my pre-MBA education into business, working with them first in sales and then them asking me to start their service department. And from there, going into account management and being a manager and scaling their company around throughout the whole country, really. And I also started noticing some things that were challenging about running a startup and things that you know, I wanted to help them with, but realized I wasn't really well positioned to do because I didn't have a more formal business background. And right around the time I was was starting to have these thoughts, my wife, who I was dating at the time, wanted to move out to California. 
and she'd gone. <laughs> Don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I definitely was anxious about it. You know, grew up on the East Coast. All my family was over there. But I had one of those movie moments of, yeah. do I risk losing this girl? Right. Or do I just go for it? Do right. I just go to California and make a change and kind of dive into the unknown? And so I did. I followed her out and the company I was with, Ecologic, was very receptive to the move. They let me keep my current job with the condition that I also helped do business development once I moved out to LA. So I had a new cool experience trying to win over new distributors to the company and working with our sales reps closely on top of managing our national service department. And I stayed with these guys for two more years. I uh, started thinking about business school, started studying for the GMAT, took the GMAT once, didn't do a great job on it, decided I would take it again down the road. And while this was kind of in the back of my mind, I started realizing that I needed a change. And so fast forward two years into living in California, I was ready to move on from where I'd been with Ecologic. And it was around this time that I thought, I've just got to get out of here. I was getting sick of my old job uh, to no fault of the people there, like wonderful, wonderful folks, but was ready for a change. And that's when this opportunity at Compass came along, which was a startup real estate technology company. Hmm. Uh, and I took a job with them there. And after being with them and seeing a much later stage startup, I realized I still want to go to business school. I still want to dive deeper into the business world. And I audited some math classes, studied for the GRE, and decided Haas would be a great way that I could continue to pursue business mm -hmm. in a mission-driven way. Right. And now I'm part of the class of 2022. Yeah. That's a very fascinating journey. And I'll even... Uh commend you on your singing voice. You know, I know it's your, only in your first year, but just in terms of your expectations, how has Haas met those? Some things have been as I expected them to be and other things have been different. So a fair, a fair mix. And I think looking at the rigor of the program, I think all my expectations are being met. You know, not having a formal business background, some of the course material is pretty new to me. And so I've been working really hard just to get that under my belt. So when I think about where I am at Haas versus the expectations I had going into the program, certain things have really surprised me and other things have stayed consistent to what I thought it would be. I think the most exciting thing that I've realized is that there really is a place at the school and a place for all the students to maximize their own strengths and to help teach others and learn from others based on their other strengths. So leadership right. communications is a great example. And some of the students in our class have kind of written that, that off, right? Or if we take leading people. Mm -hmm. Some people really found it hard to connect. And some of those ideas were very new or foreign based on their jobs. Mm -hmm. And I found those were classes that I could apply right away to my role as a manager at Compass. Mm -hmm. But other courses like data and decisions, I was more struggling. And I, I definitely expected that some of those quant heavier classes, I would need to work harder towards. But the way that we have these study groups and the way that they're designed, I was floored with how much I relied and still rely on my team. And Raul is, is one great example of someone who works with data all the time and could make magic out of these numbers for data and decisions. And I went into this environment thinking, oh, I've heard it 
business school, you work a lot with teams and sure, I'm a team player, but I was a little skeptical about the value I would get out of all of these team projects. And I am totally floored with this realization that absolutely I rely on every one of my team members for different things. And at first, I felt a little bit anxious. Like, am I really providing as much value? But as our first semester went on, that's really when I saw that my strengths did come into play too. And so did everyone else on the team. And I'm totally converted and won over. And and that's a magical experience that I've never had in my career or really any other school before. So Finley, you're a commuter from LA. Can you share a little bit about what that's like? Absolutely. So every Friday, I will work a half day. And this has sort of evolved because we're just in semester two right now. (laughs) I need to think about it for a second. So when I first started commuting, I tried to make everybody happy. I tried to really balance it with work. I would stay as late as I could, end up getting stuck in traffic for 45 minutes to an hour, getting to LAX, rushing to catch a plane while trying to finish my studies. And I learned very quickly that that was not efficient. (laughs) And it was brutal. The first few weeks were very brutal until I finally realized that I could be a little smarter in how I handled it all. So I started doing a half day in our Santa Monica office, which is the closest one to LAX. And now what I do is spend the second half of the day actually at the airport. And so LAX Southwest Terminal has become my remote office in a lot of ways where I will go in in the afternoon, I will set up shop, I will have my work emails open, I will be able to take calls, I will get to finish studying whatever I need to do. And in doing that, I save myself not only the hour of traffic, but a lot of anxiety. Right. And I think that as a commuter, the anxiety piece was something that surprised me. Like I knew there would be the time to take, you know, going up to school each week. But I hadn't really thought about like, anytime you fly somewhere, there's this anxiety of, are you going to get there on time? Is the flight going to be smooth? And having to basically learn how to deal with that anxiety and overcome it was pretty transformative. And I feel like I'm in a good spot now because going to the airport three hours earlier, I don't have to stress about traffic at all. (laughs) And that means I can really focus about work. And that means I don't need to think that I'm going to study or get a problem set done on a flight because now I know that if the plane gets bumpy, there's no way I'm going to be able to concentrate. And I learned that the hard way a couple of times. So I've been able to tweak the style of commuting to get to a spot now where it feels much more manageable. Hmm. You know, you mentioned uh, at the beginning that you came out of undergrad uh, wanting to go into politics. I'm curious why that was, like what influenced that path and decision? So originally, when I left school, I really wanted to get into policy, more so than the political side. Mm. I had interned with a congressman in DC in college. And I think being a student of history, I had studied all of these people that had done great things or horrible things (laughs) for their cultures and their societies. And I was fascinated with this idea of getting to contribute to making a change, even if it was a smaller change, Mm. to make life a little bit better for everybody. And I think there was also something that the showman in me thought was entertaining and fun, sort of like the thrill of the competition and trying to win people over with ideas and trying to experiment with ideas. I think I was fascinated with this idea that you can change things up, Mm. which is sort of a segue to my favorite Haas principle, like challenge the status quo, because 
policy gives you a space to keep changing things and always strive to make the place better, to make the place, this earth more efficient, mm. to f- do big projects, try to tackle big problems in a way that an individual often can't. And that was very appealing. And I still think that there is a big place for policymakers and for government to do that. I think in my journey to towards Haas, I've now been converted to this idea that business and the free market has an equal role to play Mm -hmm. in how it can shape society and how society can influence business. And rather than shying away cynically from what I saw working on a campaign, which is that, okay, money has so much impact and business interests have so much impact on policymakers, I thought, what if we reversed it? You know, what if we influence these businesses for the greater good and use them to help drive policies home. Right. And there's still with business that same element of winning people over with ideas might be more of for products and customers, but that's sort of how my mind shifted and Haas was an appealing school for me, especially at Berkeley because Berkeley has this reputation of challenging the status quo, right. being a place where the free speech movement blossomed and even having a business school at Berkeley is sort of a statement itself. Yep. You know, how can we challenge the way we do business and how can we strive to, yes, make money and make living standards better through the free market, right. but also have that impact that earlier on, I thought government was kind of best suited to, to tackle right. head on. I'm just curious if there is an area of impact that you would like to explore during your time here at Haas. Definitely. Right now, I'm really excited to learn more about renewable energy. And I think my time at Ecologic and even now working at Compass, which is a real estate technology company, has led me back to this idea that if you go to the source, if you go to how we're generating our power, that is really the fundamental piece that can have a positive impact or continue having a negative impact. And so everybody's using electricity. Everybody needs fuel. And there's so many exciting opportunities for how you as an entrepreneur, how one as a company can take advantage of that, whether you're looking at the transportation space or the energy generation space or more sustainable building development and incorporating solar panels and geothermal. And so that really appeals to me because there is this entrepreneurial excitement and challenge. And there's this room to really go out and conquer in a business sense, which is exciting, while at the same time having a really valuable impact at improving our energy supply that's going to be good for the planet and hopefully cheaper for the consumer. That's awesome. So, uh, Finley, have you found there to be some helpful resources that Haas and Berkeley has helped you in terms of contributing to making that impact? There have been. And just by short time at Haas so far, I've gone to the Burke Energy Summit, which was held last week. And that was really fascinating for me because going into it as a novice to this field, I was able to sit in on different panel discussions with companies I'd heard of, as well as startups I'd never heard of to learn more about what is at the cutting edge of renewable energy. And I was also able to take part in this job fair, so to speak, or job summit in which different companies and organizations were engaging with students, whether they were engineering students or MBAs, people like me who were openly saying, hey, I really want to learn more about this and I don't have a strong resume to back it up. And everyone was so excited to talk about this field and to talk about kind of this area of the economy that I found it tremendously 
energizing. So that was really cool. And after going to that conference, I feel more empowered to say, go to the career resources office and talk to them about like rolling up my sleeves and actually finding a job in that field. Right. But it's been so exciting just to really explore what is going on in the space. Because right now I have a great job in a different industry and I'm finding ways that Haas can help me move forward there. But there's also that room to pursue passions and to push the envelope. And that's what I feel like I'm able to do with events like last week and the Burke Energy Summit and going to the Career Resource Center. And hopefully there'll be a lot more of that to come. The last question I have for you is, you're only about two semesters in, right? You have another two years to go. What are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to getting to know my classmates at a deeper level and really spending time with them. I think it was very easy for me this first semester to just focus on the schoolwork and the classes. And what I've really learned in the last few weeks is that time is flying by and the real value of, of what we're getting here besides the education is the community. Right. And I say that more than the networking, which sounds kind of cheesy, but it's really the community. And it's sharing ideas, sharing dreams and hopes, and just having these conversations like we are now. It's having fun. It's building that network. You know, that is part of it. But thinking ahead and seeing, wow, if, if we can make, you know, this kind of... <laughs> If we can make our cohort feel this much like a community in just a semester, it's incredible to think how we will come together in the months and years ahead. And then as we start taking electives, how can we widen that sphere? And so that gets me really excited because I feel like if you leverage that community, naturally all of the other goals in terms of career, understanding the material are all going to fall into place. That's amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. My aim is to bring the Haas community closer together through your stories. We're always looking for Haasies willing to share their stories and experiences so that we can give you more insights into the different programs, different careers, and ultimately different perspectives. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to email me for suggestions on how I can improve this podcast or if you have any recommendations on people or content you'd like to hear. My email is reachshawn at berkeley.edu. That's spelled R-E-A-C-H-S-E-A-N at berkeley.edu.